Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing podcast. I'm your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing. All right, guys and gals, welcome in, welcome back. It's been a couple days off. I still feel like crap. In fact, uh, ended up taking a half day off of work because I just started sweating for no apparent. Well, I say for no apparent reason. It, it's, it's hot as balls outside in South Texas. It's ninety something degrees. But no, I had the AC on full blast in my car, and I was just sweating and sweating. I've been coughing up who knows what, and um, I said, I need to rest. And apparently this is rest. As far as my manager is concerned, I'm resting. I didn't realize resting involved taking notes and looking up North Carolina State information and getting set up to do a podcast and do a bunch of talking that probably is not in my best interest, but... I have, what, 1,700-something Twitter followers. I get, I don't know. I'm not going to give you my total stats, but I have enough listeners that, you know what, I got to give the people what they want. So here you go. I got a glass of water and no beer today. No thank you. That was probably a dumb idea the other night too, actually. But uh, we are here today to preview Notre Dame versus North Carolina State. Notre Dame's first real test as we look at the rest of the season. And we got to take this game one by one. Every week, every game, it's its own little game. Just go 1-0 this week, right? So, but like I said, I I could go into a coffin fit at any point. I don't know. My voice is already starting to get raspy on me. Uh, so what we're going to do is uh, get through this quickly. Um Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Now, something I don't do enough of, and I notice because I listen to other podcasts, find me on Twitter and follow me at 5 for Nothing Pod. However you're listening, because I it, I distribute it to all the platforms. It's only audio. We'll see about video one of these days when I get more technologically savvy. Um... <laughs> But wherever you're listening, go like it, share it, hit a follow, subscribe, whatever the notification is. Do all that. It It's cool, man. If I get a following, it's not even, I'm not making money on this thing, guys. <clears throat> but I do intend to try to make a thing out of going to a game a year. And, you know, the more interactions you get with the podcast, maybe the more friendships and the more relationships can be built. And that's why I'm doing this, guys. It's for fun, okay? Um, I do this. I'm, I'm who I am to make friends. It's fun for me. I enjoy making friends. I enjoy interacting with people in a positive way. If you want to be negative, be negative. That's it's not my, my preferred way to treat life, okay? I'm 39. I've had plenty of negativity in my life, and 
I'm over it. So if you want to be friends and see me at a Notre Dame game, I'm all for it. I would love it. You guys see how I am on Twitter, on this podcast. This is what you're getting. This is what you're getting. All five foot nothing on me. All right, so we're sitting down today to let me get some water. Man, talk about North Carolina State versus Notre Dame. North Carolina State is 1-0. They beat the mighty Yukon Huskies. Unfortunately, this isn't basketball, so that's not a huge feat. Um, they won 24-14. to That doesn't jump off the page at me. I don't think it jumps off the page at you. If you're beating UConn by 10, what, what are we working with? What like, what kind of team are you? I realize it was their first game. It was UConn's first game. I, I get all that. And we got two games under our belt. You know, and, and speaking of the two games and first games, you know, Navy and Tennessee State, that was their first games of the season. And they had all offseason to prepare for Notre Dame. So, you know, kind of doing a, a look back. Maybe that's part of why, specifically Tennessee State, Notre Dame didn't look as perfect, because we spent our offseason preparing for Navy and the triple option and a whole, and we didn't even know if it was going to be all triple option. That was the meat of what Notre Dame prepared for in the offseason. It wasn't Tennessee State. So, to look a little sluggish and whatnot, uh, suspect was the word I used, against Tennessee State in the beginning, kind of makes sense. Tennessee State's been preparing for Notre Dame the entire offseason. Notre Dame had a week, and we just flew back from Ireland. It was a whole big thing, right? We won 56-3. to I think we're fine. UConn and North Carolina State had all offseason to prepare for each other. Now, granted, North Carolina State is replacing their quarterback. It's now Brennan Armstrong, who we might remember at Virginia, was all-world and did a whole bunch of things. If I remember, I don't have that notebook in front of me, but... If I remember correctly, when we played Virginia, he was hurt, but he was averaging, like, on his own, he accounted for, like, 400-something yards a game between passing and rushing. Nothing's changed. We'll get there. But North Carolina State-UConn, North Carolina State was losing 7-0 to start this game. Then it was only 7-7 after one quarter, which... I'm not going to hold that against him, okay? Because it was 7-3 to three after one quarter versus Tennessee State with Notre Dame. So, 7-7 to seven after one, okay. But it was 17-14 to 14 with two minutes left in the third quarter. And North Carolina State got a touchdown to pretty much end the third quarter to go up 24-14. And that was the final. They didn't score another point. I just... It's not impressive. I don't... I get UConn isn't the the UConn of old. Uh, I'm, but, come on. Like, it's... They're not... They're not freaking Florida State or Georgia or whoever. Like, they're just... If you're, if you're thinking you can compete with what Notre Dame has shown the last two weeks... And even last year, I know we lost to Marshall, and I know we lost to Stanford. But there were definitely some things that Notre Dame did that gave us uh, something. Oh, I got an email. There you go. How do I I silence that? (laughs) 
Um, I know we lost those teams, but there were some things that we did. We just had Drew Pine at quarterback. That was an issue. So, if North Carolina State thinks they're just going to come in and run with Notre Dame, who's now ranked 10th, but who cares? Like, we're ranked. Yippee skippy. Uh, Top 10. Woo! It's all going to work itself out, and it only matters at the end of the season. And honestly, I'm only going to start caring when there's four to five games played. And by that time, we will have played Ohio State, and we'll get a better sense of what the hell is going on. But they went 24-14 to against UConn? I just, I don't see it. Like, their total offense, 364 yards. They passed for 155. They ran for 209. They're not running for 209 against Notre Dame. It's just not happening. Like, I... Navy, that's all they do is run the ball. It's all they do is run the ball. They are to- what, they run for 130 yards? Like, come on. Hey, they're not running for 209. Or, I mean, uh, they're not... I'm, I'm, see, medicine, man. Medicine's getting me all jacked up. UConn ran for 209. You, if, no, no, they, yes, hello. They ran for 209. I am, happy medication, everybody. Mucinex, by the way, I had to get ID for Mucinex today. That was interesting. Then I did a hot toddy. That's probably what it is. Mucinex, hot toddy. I'm going to start marketing that. If you want to feel good about yourself, do this. Um, they ran for 209. They're not going to do that against our team. Okay, we Navy couldn't run against us. Navy couldn't run against us, and that's all they do is run. Like they have to be good at the run. And obviously Tennessee State didn't do squat on the ground either. So I don't know what they, they plan on doing. They only threw for 155. And here's the thing. It wasn't like, oh, well, he must have not thrown a lot because they ran. Nope. 26 pass attempts. 17 to 26 for 155. No touchdowns, no picks. But 17 completions for 155? That's not great. That's not great at all. So that was Brendan Armstrong's quarterback line, leading passer. 17 to 26, 155. If you give Sam Hartman 26 pass attempts, from what we've seen, he is willing and able to push the ball down the field. So we're definitely going to get 26 pass times. Uh, this got to be 350 plus for, for Sam Hartman. You know why? I love Sam Hartman. I love Sam Hartman! I didn't play that enough on the uh, recap of Tennessee State. I really didn't, so you know we're gonna we're gonna hit it one more time. I love Sam Hartman. I love Sam Hartman. So I look at Brendan Armstrong, and that was one of those guys that when he announced that he was gonna enter the portal, people were like, "We should get Brendan Armstrong. We should get." It. And listen, I'm not saying that that wasn't a legitimate thing. Like, hey, let's. But look at where we're at, guys. Like. <laughs> 17 to 26 for 155 versus UConn? Come on. But not to be outdone, he was also the leading rusher. Again, tell me if you heard that before. Brendan Armstrong, leading passer, leading rusher. 
Uh, he ran for 96 yards on 19 attempts. And we wonder why he was hurt against us when he played for Virginia and couldn't play. He he takes abuse. And the thing is, yeah, he averaged 5.1 yards a carry. He did have two touchdowns. His longest rush, though, was 11 yards. So he's just running and pounding and pounding and pounding. That's like... Sorry, bud. You know who you're not? You're not this guy. You're not Audrey Gaston, You can't take a pounding like that. And then that's probably why his passing numbers sucked. Because he ran the ball 19 times for a long of 11. So he's just getting smacked around. Uh, I don't know if he was sacked. I really I didn't even look that up. But 19 rushes for 96 yards. He's your leading rusher and your leading passer and your leading receiver. Just kidding. He wasn't your leading. He didn't catch a pass. I just, like, dude, you can't do everything. And that's the thing. If you're North Carolina State, I guess that that's why you're North Carolina State. You, have, you need a quarterback that can do everything. Because if you had legitimate players in each role, you wouldn't have your quarterback being your leading rusher. Who's Brendan Armstrong? He's not Lamar Jackson. That's that's the other part of it. It's, he's not Michael Vick or uh, uh, Lamar Jackson or uh, Denard Robinson or just like think of your running backs playing quarterback. Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Here's the first cough. Um, like. Notre Dame could break Brendan Armstrong, and that that could be the the ball game. That could that could be it. I mean, he wants to drop back and throw twenty six times and try to run the ball a thousand times. I don't just don't I don't think it's a recipe for success. Their second leading rusher, uh, Jordan Houston, had thirteen carries, fifty seven yards, and then their third guy who they seem to want to get the ball to, I mean, in a rushing capacity, I suppose, eight carries for just 20 yards, 2.5. But he did have a touchdown, so I guess that was a short yardage situation. But, like, stop Brandon Armstrong, stop North Carolina State, which UConn didn't seem to have too much trouble with. And then, uh, but they do have a running back that I guess he's kind of dual threat. He had four catches. I mean, uh, Four rushes and three catches. Michael Allen. Maybe that's someone we can look at. I'm not really sure. Um, but they, they wanted to run the ball because they couldn't throw it. Um, and I did look it up while I was talking here. One sack. He got sacked once, Brendan Armstrong. So 19 rushes, 96 yards, 26 drop backs, and only one sack. And it's just... he. Against a team like Notre Dame, I know it's only two games. I know it's Navy. I know it's Tennessee State. I get it. But you you can't do it all. It's not going to end well. Their leading receiver is a true freshman, Kevin Concepcion. I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it. I'm pretty sure it's like Conception or Concepcion without like super italics and accents. But he's a true freshman. And leading receiver was four catches, 36 yards. I just, nothing scares me about this team. 
Like, again, we only have a one-game sample size for them, two games for us. And, and I know, obviously, because we replaced the quarterback, year over year, things aren't identical. That's why preseason rankings are kind of ridiculous, especially in college. There's so much turnover year to year. I get it. But at the same time, there's there's enough links from one year to the next. It's not just you can't just wipe the slate entirely clean unless you're Colorado and you overhaul your entire roster. <laughs> but like th- there's there's connections, right? You can link one year to the next, especially if the coaches are the same. So you look at UConn, who did lose to North Carolina State last year, but I don't want to focus on that too much because North Carolina State did have a different quarterback. Uh, it was Leary, if I'm correct in that. And then he went to Kentucky. Or am I one year off? I don't even know. But th- there wasn't Brendan Armstrong. We know that for a fact. So I'm wiping that game out. But UConn last year, they managed to lose uh, 59 to nothing to Michigan, who we don't care for, but... Let's let's not be stupid. Let's not be shamrock-colored glasses all, all the live long day. Michigan is a pretty good team. Um, UConn lost 59-0. UConn also lost to Ball State. UConn lost by 17 to Army. UConn lost 48-14 to Syracuse. UConn also lost to, well, so did we, but Marshall. They lost to Marshall. But you know the Marshall Thundering Herdman, great team. That's an acceptable loss. <laughs> Just kidding. But they lost a fourteen, uh, lost by 14 to Marshall. UConn is not that good. They, they're not going to all of a sudden be this. <laughs> Look at that. Barn burners. And, well, they got a good defense. Oh, really? Good defense is give up 59 to Michigan, 34 to Army, 48 to Syracuse? Come on. Come on. So... I just I haven't even talked about the line yet, uh, the the betting line, the spread, how somehow it's seven and a half. I I'm taking full advantage, you know, like if I were to bet on this game, oh wait, I am, because how do you not? No, guys, Notre Dame's gonna win this game, and they're going to win by at least eight points, which is all that's required. To cover. I just, I don't understand how someone could see what Notre Dame has done. I I get that it's Navy and Tennessee State. But you can't tell me UConn is light years better than either of those teams to where, nah, Notre Dame's only seven, seven points better than North Carolina State. I just, not buying it. Um, North Carolina State does have an all-world linebacker statistically speaking, from one game. Peyton Wilson, dude, 10 tackles, one pick. Apparently, he's all over the field. Seems to be a pretty good guy. But the problem is he hasn't run into... I think Estime is going to have a field day against this guy and this defense. And Why? Because UConn ran for 160 and 6.2 yards a carry. That was UConn again. I'm. We have to like look at it for what it is. It's UConn, and and a lot of this anger is towards 
the idea that Notre Dame's going to be upset by North Carolina State. Are you out of your mind? The line that was set, like, and if I'm anything, I'm honest, and I, I don't run away. I will own whatever I need to own, but there's no... There's nothing that tells me North Carolina State is going to beat us. I realize it's in Raleigh. I realize they've won 16 of the last 18 at home. But you know what else is worth mentioning? Notre Dame is on a 28-game win streak versus the ACC regular season. That's just going to stop? When we all of a sudden have the one thing we've been fucking missing for how many fucking years? We finally have a quarterback worth a shit? We finally got him? I love Sam Hartman. I love Sam Hartman! And now, now the streak's going to end? Get the fuck out of here. It didn't end with Drew Pine. So it's certainly not going to end with Sam Hartman. And his ability to distribute the football to the open receiver. And last year, defense was not our problem. Like, seriously, guys. you, you People want to look, oh, we lost to Marshall, we lost to Stanford. And who the fuck's fault was that? I went Al Golden on the defense. Sorry. I know Al Golden and the defense had some challenges in the red zone. That was not beautiful. We did not love that. But the the reality is, the games we lost, what, what did Marshall have? Like 26, including a pick six, so like 19. And then the Stanford game was something stupid, like 16 to 14. All we do is score 20 fucking points offensively, and we win both of those games. Screw you if you want to put it on Al Golden. I, I'm not here for that. I'm just not. Like, sorry. Ain't happening. So, when you look at, uh, I, I'm going to look up. I got to look it up because I'm, I'm on a, What's allowed? Okay, what? We go 32 to North Carolina. Oh, Drake May. Uh, they still lost. Who cares? We gave up more than 30 points twice before USC did us and then the South Carolina. But again, South Carolina, two pick sixes. If you remember, Tyler Buckner had seven touchdowns that game. That I might have been a Gator Bowl record. Um... Only five of them counted for Notre Dame. The other two were for South Carolina. But still, get, get through some touchdown passes to people. Uh, and then the one of the 30, 32, that was, I don't understand the Navy one. That's, we already beat Navy. That's over and done with. But point being is, last year defense was not a problem. And yes, it was 26 and 16. Those are the point totals in the Marshall game and the Stanford game. The two losses everybody wants to talk shit about. And deservedly so. I get it. We lost to a fucking Sunbelt school and a bunch of trees. Fully aware. But again, 26, 19 of that was on the defense. The Stanford game, you can't just... That game pisses me off. Oh, it pisses me off. Because if you go back and look at the stats... Diggs and Estime combined were averaging like 6.7 yards a carry and only got a combined 17 carries. What kind of... Tommy Reese, boy wonder, fucking playing bingo in the booth. Like a fucking moron. And now we've got a guy who seems to understand that we've got Sam Hartman. We've got 
Audrey Gastemay. Like, make it work. Like, they're... The North Carolina State defense is not special. Yes, they held UConn to 273, but it's UConn. I mean, we've given up a grand total of 327 yards and six points in two games. Yeah, it's Navy and Tennessee State. I'll, I'll keep saying it. I get it. I understand it. But let's look at what's been happening with Notre Dame football the last how many years that, at least since I've been doing this podcast, I'm on season four. I started after, I started uh, COVID. Wasn't it the the 2020 Rose Bowl? I think that's when I started doing this thing. But um, regardless, we haven't had a start to a season like this in a long time. And I, I exclude the opponent, okay? Forget who the opponents were. I'm talking about fluidity, the... Like the cohesiveness, everything's clicking, everything's moving. Where it looks smooth, it looks good, you know. I mean, go back how many years? Like fucking the South Florida game again. I'll reference it again. Duke and Clemson reminded me of 2011 South Florida, where we're bouncing balls off the side of someone's head, fumbling at the goal line. That's not smooth. That's not having your shit together. We finally look like we have our shit together. So the way I see it is, we're starting from a point more forward than we have in the past. And we're only going to get better because that's what you do. Every team does it. Throughout the season, everybody's going to get better. But we're starting from a point, in my opinion, based on what I've seen, we're a little bit ahead of that curve. And yeah, we played lesser opponents, but we did exactly what we're supposed to. When was the last time Notre Dame faced, and even last year, Marshall and Stanford, you know, Freeman's first year, there were a lot of things we had to figure out. But when was the last time Notre Dame walked in consistently or consecutively to opponents that were that below us and we did exactly what we were supposed to do? Because I'm tired of hearing that shit. Well, it's just Tennessee State. Yeah, just Navy. Well, fuck, when was the last time we did that to just Tennessee State and just Navy? Because last year, Navy was 35-32. It wasn't just Navy then. Ball State was a three-point game. It wasn't just Ball State then. Last year, it wasn't just Marshall. Like, so, miss me with the bullshit that it's, look who you played. Yeah, fully aware. And couldn't be more excited because I can't remember the last time we outscored the nobodies 96-3, or 96-6 in, uh, Two games, back-to-back. One of which included going over the fucking Atlantic Ocean to Ireland to play a football game and come back and play a game a week later. Like, if you factor in all of that, you can't tell me you're not excited about what Notre Dame can do this year. And you look at the other teams who didn't have to go to fucking Ireland. And they're struggling. They got to stay in their own little fucking circle. In Columbus, Ohio, in fucking Waco, Texas, in Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne, that's Indiana, Fort Worth, Texas. Like, come on. All the, all the, uh, well, Clemson did have to go to Duke. But you take in all of these factors, 
And Notre Dame is doing things we haven't seen in a long time. Like, factor all of it in. Don't just look at us, Navy, us, Tennessee State. No. Fucking bigger picture. Bigger fucking picture, please. And I just, I don't see how North Carolina State competes with us. I really don't. Um, Our offensive line is far better. In fact, I don't know, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Mel Kuyper. I'm not Todd McShay. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a nobody sitting at a desk in front of a microphone in Corpus Christi, Texas. But I think we might have the best offensive line of any of the teams we play. Now, the defensive lines on the other side, North Carolina State supposedly has a pretty decent one. I don't know. 6.2 yards of carry and 160 yards allowed against UConn doesn't really make me nervous. Like, reminder. But that's fine. That's why you're right. We only have, we have Audrey Gestimate, but we also have Jeremiah Love, Jabrian Payne, Jadarian Price. Like, I just, this team is very complete and deeper. Now, admittedly, okay, Estime's top-notch. Hartman's top-notch. You look at the receivers, tight ends included, we don't, we don't have anyone that can go to another top program and be wide receiver one. I get it. But this is kind of the whole, you're only as strong as your weakest link idea. I do think our weakest quote-unquote receiver would still be getting reps at another top program. So, while we don't have the highest of highs, we do not, in my opinion, have the lowest of lows. So, when you bring all that shit together and you put Sam Hartman under center, good things are going to happen. And I'm, I'm not trying to get out in front of myself and get out in front of my skis and and all that kind of shit. I'm really not. But I'm 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 literally focusing on North Carolina State. I'm not going to talk like this when we play North, uh, Ohio State. I'm not going to talk like this when we have to play Clemson cuz if you looked at that game and watched that game and looked at the stats, yeah, Clemson lost 28-7, but it's it, it I'm telling you guys, it's like Notre Dame South Florida in 2011 where there's no reason you should have lost that game, but you did. Now, obviously Notre Dame 2011 is not Clemson football today, but still, you get my point, right? I'm not going to talk like that when we play those teams, but we're focusing on North Carolina State. I don't, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the the upset special and look out and I, I, I just, I don't fucking see it. I just don't know how you get there with a one-man show on the offensive side of the ball that, I mean, if you guys listen to the MBG podcast, who's at who's football on Twitter, hilarious individual. Um, he's a big UVA guy, but he'll tell you, Brendan Armstrong was great, but what did they, he had to do everything and they didn't win anything of grand significance. I feel like this is when North Carolina State's going to beat some teams. Absolutely. Brendan Armstrong is a really good quarterback. Unfortunately, you know, pretty good, really good isn't going to beat what 
I think Notre Dame is in the process of building. And again, I think we're ahead of the curve. You know? Not to mention, you know, the, the one thing about Navy, I've already said, kind of, sort of, we, we didn't know what to fully expect from Navy. We didn't know. They had a new offense coordinator, new coach, all that kind of stuff, right? Game one, who knows? Tennessee State, never played them before. Um, and I, I don't know how much of their coaching staff changed over. I didn't obviously look that deep. But it was still game one for them. So Notre Dame didn't exactly have this bank of film to look at. You look at last year, but again, they've had all offseason, so they're probably going to bring up some stuff. You get one chance to beat Notre Dame. You better believe they were trying to plan something. And it worked for like a quarter. Good job. Here's the thing about North Carolina State. Not only do we have plenty of film on Brendan Armstrong, and now we have a, a game that we, we have film on, we can watch, but the, I believe it's the offensive coordinator. I, I don't know the name. I This is, I, I read it, heard it, but the offensive coordinator was with Brendan Armstrong at Virginia. Okay. That was when they, he was out. And I believe Notre Dame, we smoked him. It was 40-something, I think 24. Uh, yeah. That was the, yeah, because that, that was the game. I was my bachelor party. I got married. I went out and watched the game, and it was over so early. We got to just have fun and, and do shots and drink beer and all kinds of great times. Yes, so... But that was the offensive coordinator. Okay, he didn't have Brendan Armstrong at the time. He was out. I get it. And they scored 20 points. Sure. But the game was over. Like, it wasn't competitive. Then last year, that same offensive coordinator was a... Uh, and maybe I'm wrong about the uh, UVA score. It might have been last year, Syracuse, that put up 20. But but again, I know last year, Notre Dame-Syracuse was a blowout, if I remember correctly. What was the final on that one? 41 and 24. So I, I might be getting the scores mixed up here, but he was the OC with Brendan Armstrong at Virginia, but we didn't face the two of them together. He was the OC at Syracuse last year. We beat him. Here we are this year. We have, if Al Golden is as good as I believe he can be and is as a defensive coordinator, and with Marcus Freeman's defensive prowess, you can't tell me we're not going to be prepared for whatever they have. You know? But, they have, yeah, North Carolina State has two games of watching Notre Dame. I I just don't think they have the dudes that it's going to matter. Because, okay, fine, cover Jaden Thomas. Jaden Greathouse has proven to be a really, really good football player. Rigo Flores has caught some balls. I'm telling you, Tobias Merriweather is going to have a couple big games this year. Don't know when they are. But you can't cover all of them. Mitchell Evans showed that he can get down the field and make some plays. Chris Tyree, how am I skipping him? Like, I know for Notre Dame fans, those are names that we know. You know, outside our circle, maybe not as much. But you're not going to be able to cover all these guys, not to mention the stable of uh, running backs we have. Led by Audrey Estime. So, 
I already put it on Twitter. I'm sticking to it. Notre Dame wins 41-20. I almost said 41-17, but I don't know. I feel like they're going to get to 20. It'll be like Syracuse last year. 41-24, be 41-20 this year. That's my call. We're absolutely covering. It's going to happen. It's a Saturday. We've got to make it count. Saturdayscount.com. Go there. Enter the code ND5. Buy one, get one free on your t-shirts. Any color you want. It can be the red of North Carolina State. If you have a friend that goes to North Carolina State or something, I don't know. But go there, get your t-shirt, get one free. Only so many Saturdays. Make them count. Best catchphrase in college football. The only thing, and I'm going to finish with this, even though I, I think I'm sounding pretty good here. I could probably go longer, but I'm not going to. It's we're we got one more sleep before the game, so I don't want to go too long. So you guys can actually listen to this before the game kicks off. Um, the last little tidbit is who remembers last time we played North Carolina State at North Carolina? Uh, I, it's weird and. When I'm in my bedroom by myself, I hear no callbacks. Um, I know you are sitting in your car or wherever you're listening going, oh, the hurricane game. Remember that one? Yeah. Well, good news, bad news. (laughs) I'll leave with the bad news. It's likely going to rain in Raleigh on Saturday, but it's not going to be a hurricane. That's the good news. Um, As we are sitting here today, on Saturday, September 9th, variable clouds with scattered thunderstorms, high of 87, winds south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain, 60%. So, sounds like just basic rain. No hurricanes, no throwing the ball 30 times in a hurricane necessary. Like, I, if if the rain comes down incredibly hard, may I remind you? you love if you could go to Madden 24 right now and design a running back who is built for any weather condition, it's hard to guess to me. Like it, I trust Marcus Freeman is not that big headed and that much of. A Brian, he's not Brian fucking Kelly, okay? He's not winning his hard, which, uh, sidebar, um, he said that. <laughs> there we go, Cough, coffin fit, here we go. He fucking said it, I don't know if you heard it or believe it. Motherfucker said it. He said, after game one, year two at LSU, First press conference after losing to Florida State. Hey, you know, it's hard to win. No shit. That's why you're here, motherfucker. Winning is hard. We thought you'd make it a little bit easier. But, eh, whoops-a-daisies. Didn't mean to step in that, but she did. And he's yours now. Enjoy. Enjoy. But, yeah, winning is hard. Uh, But, no, I don't think Marcus Freeman or Gerard Parker are fucking Brian Kelly. They're not going to drop back 30-some-odd times thinking they can throw the ball in a fucking hurricane. 
That makes no sense. That makes no sense. You know, there's a Ron White joke, you know, where he talks about a guy who strapped himself to a tree in the middle of a hurricane to prove he could withstand the winds of a Category 4 hurricane. It's not that the wind is blowing, it's what the wind is blowing. Well, in our case, it's the fact that the wind is blowing and it is raining and we don't exactly have Tom Brady or some Joe Montana, for Notre Dame purposes, under center. Like, I'm not saying, well, it was, I think it was Kaiser, right? I'm not going crazy. It's not that he's bad. It's just like, we're putting all of the, all of these factors, we're just going to dump it right into Sean Kaiser's lap and make him throw the ball 30 times, drop back 30 times. Come on. So, if there is any rain of significance, you better believe you're going to see a lot of Audrey Gastamay and Jeremiah Love, and Jadarian Price, and Brian Payne, and, like, we're good. We're going to be all right. So, that's all I got. Uh, like I said, I wanted to make this quick, get, get on with my afternoon. Because I do have to rest up because I am still going to play softball tonight. I know I sound like crap, but I'm an athlete, damn it. And if I got to take Theraflu and a leave and biofreeze and I don't know. I think that's the old man essentials. I should start a company with called Old Athlete Essentials. It comes with biofreeze and a leave and Theraflu and <sighs> all that good shit. But uh, thank you all for tuning in as always. Please like, share, follow, rate, five stars, all the stuff that you do on these platforms. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And next time you'll see me and hear me will be at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday morning where the drink, the drink will go down. Uh, Irish car bomb time as always you know how we do it I'm not sure what jersey I'm going to wear yet you'll see but now now I'm just rambling but uh, thank you all for tuning in as always find me on twitter at 5 for nothing pod give me a follow I love the interaction always I'm always lighthearted about it don't take myself seriously if you can't tell so until Saturday guys Go Irish, beat Wolfpack. Five for nothing, hundred nothing, out.